Do you want to turn your back bar into a profit center? Hey, I'm Kayla and I am your host of the Profitable Slumner podcast and hanging out with me today is the beautiful Alicia Solier. Is that how you say your last name? Soulier. Soulier? Yeah. Is that how we say it? Oh my goodness. It's so funny. I, I'm, I know that it's, I knew it was wrong and I meant to ask you before we even got started. I'd be like, Hey, tell me how to completely um, pronounce your last name. What, what, um, where does it come from? Where does it originate? Well, it's my husband's last name. So, uh, okay. don't worry. I even butchered it for the first couple of <laughs> years of being married. Uh, That's good. But yes, it, it actually means two in French. So it means what? Two. Two. Wow. That's so cool. So your husband's French then? Yes. Nice. Nice. That's so funny. So are you used to people getting it wrong? Oh yeah. I think it's just whenever you see that, you know, the French where it's like Soulier, you just, it's weird to kind of pronounce it. So I think people usually stop at the soul. <laughs> yeah. Soul. Soul. Alicia's soul. <laughs> That's also good. <laughs> Soulier, right? Soulier. Yes. All right. Well, now I know. Now I have to have it right for, for future. Anyway, if you're hanging out with us today, Alicia Soulier, Soulier is the CEO and founder of Salon Scale. So if you know anything about that, you'll know that she has a badass person just built a huge business around measuring. Um, Alicia, actually, I'll let you tell. So talk to me a little bit about like you you were a salon owner. So tell me about like you went salon owner and why did you, why did you start salon scale? Yeah. Um, so that was my journey. I was a salon owner, um, probably likely closer to eight to nine years into owning a salon. And, you know, this is the kind of moment when you're starting to realize why am I not making money? Mm -hmm. um, and so to everybody else, the business looked good, but to me, you know, the bank account really didn't look the same. Um, and so I started kind of being the entrepreneur of my, and started to dive into areas of the business, which landed me into the back bar. Um, wow. what I realized is that we had this almost black hole, this area where there was nothing there and it kind of really looked almost like an open bar essentially it looked like an open bar and everyone's free pouring their hair color like alcohol um, <laughs> and i had this kind of moment um where i just thought well all we need is a machine we need something that's going to tell uh, be able to mix our color for us um yeah that kind of stemmed to the conversation, which was there's no way that's going to scale because you can't make a machine to put in every business and every brand and everything else. And as soon as I said the word scale, I was like, holy shit, it's the scale. Um, so that was about five years ago. And I wow. essentially just seen it already existing in other businesses, whether you're getting frozen yogurt, you're getting weighed out for what you're putting in the bowl. I just kind of mastered the uh the art of watching everybody else and then applying it into our own industry and then the birth of salon scale came um right after that that's so cool yeah five years man that's wild can you believe that how far you've come from the, the birth of the idea to now today just how how far you've come with it can you just believe how much it's grown oh gosh well i truly think this is built by the industry for the industry so mm -hmm. i'm i'm just so happened to be you know running the ship uh but you know, it takes, it takes a community, it takes an ecosystem to build something like this, to innovate it to the next generation. So yeah. we can really truly help um, a lot, millions and millions of salon owners that are struggling. Uh, to yeah. So yeah. yeah, we got here because we have a lot of amazing people in the community that are constantly helping us uh, keep innovating things here at Salon Scale. Yeah. 
I love that. So if you're hanging out with us today and you're just like, wait, what a profitable back bar, like literally making profit strictly from your back bar specifically. So if you're like, can't even fathom that, or maybe you maybe use salon scale or something similar and you have an idea of it, we're going to talk today about how to just really get into the nitty gritty of your back bar and how to be, make it become profitable. Jason, um, our our owner of High Performance Lawn Academy and Alicia co co designed a course. So Alicia, tell us a little bit about the course before we kind of dive into it. We're gonna be pulling we're gonna be pulling things from that course today to talk about, give you little nuggets to take away today. But you guys co co made a course that basically walks you through how to make a profitable back bar, right? Yeah. So essentially, you know, what we're doing is we're exposing that cost of good. So essentially salon scale is a cost of good calculator. It tells you exactly what does this bowl cost me. Um once we figure that out, we, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with this number? Right. That's the, the reality is what are we going to do with this number? And when we look at the actual function or the economics of a salon, um, there really isn't very many other revenue streams um, to really go off of. So when it yeah. came to the back bar, you know, Jason and Doug and I early, early, early on um, started really talking about what do we do with this number? Um, and essentially you only really have three options. The first option is you can eat the cost and just get like, hopefully it's covering and the salon takes the hit, um, mm -hmm. the current method. So we know how all that's working. Um, <laughs> the second one is to take it from your staff. Uh, so you can do service charges or else charge out that way. And we all know that that's probably not very legal and also creates, um, essentially not a very transparent system. It pushes the clients, yeah. uh, your staff out of your business versus keeping them in it. And the third one is to actually pass it on to the consumer. So when we look at that um, and we look at the strongest way to create transparency is expose the cost. And then with this cost, let's pass this on to the consumer. And when we can do that, now it's not something that we hope we covered. We now know it's covered. Yeah. Uh, and this is really the art of the, the back bar system. This, the, you know, we call it the profitable back bar system here with uh, High Performance Salon Academy. And that's exactly what it is. Turn it into a profit center. Instead of looking all, at all the tubes and the, and the tubs and everything you have back there as an expense, you're looking at it as a way to make money. Um, and it, it totally will change change your perspective um, very quickly when you, when, we, when you adopt this kind of method. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause like I can imagine people listening, like what kind of, what did it look like? Like before making a profit center, like there's so much waste, right? Like cut you waste you like not only, not only the side of measuring it and getting really concise and what you're using, but also the profit. So talk a little bit about that. Like what is it before you start making it profitable? What does it look like? What are people probably seeing in their salon right now? Yeah. So I think, you know, the reality is, is we as an industry have never fully separated our parts from labor. We are assuming mm -hmm. and guessing that those pro uh, products are being paid for. So when it comes to your product consumption to your services, um, your parts and your service, um, what we've done before is we've kind of set up systems, whether they're um, verbal or whether there's a, some chart in the back that says you can use so many ounces, so many grams for a service. Yeah. And what we're dealing with, with right there is not in real time information. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you didn't use $10, used $15. And that $5 is going to compound, right? Because you need to also replenish the $15. And so it essentially becomes a, a compound on a compound on a compound. Um, and so Prior, you know, we were just hoping and praying that things were being covered. Uh, we had some pretty good guesses out there. But as soon as that cost of good gets put into any commission line or we don't build a cash flow to be able to replenish, we're in some deep water. So yeah. quite frankly, honestly, Kayla, I think, Kayla, I think the reality is this 
method with our tool has completely saved the lives of, of thousands of salons um, because now they're finding that lost profit. Uh, essentially, it, it's it's the leak in the business and a small leak will sink a great ship. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's talked about, so before we talk about like the profit of it, so you, when, when people start to implement this in their salon, I guess let's talk about the profit, but when they start to implement this, like, where do you start to begin? Like, what do you start to talk? Like, how do you look at your back, back bar and think this is going to bring profit? Like, talk to me about the steps that it takes to start to measure out and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think the big thing is it starts with you, it starts with you and your mindset and gathering enough information so you can take this in. Cause this is an operating system. This yeah. is a new financial model. It's going to be a different way of pricing and it's going to be a different way of exposing it to your consumer, to your stylist, um, to your team. So really having a well thought out implementation strategy is really important, especially for our larger base ones. Um, yeah. And essentially what it looks like is, you know, we pick the date that we want to go live. We usually run a test for a few weeks where people are just using the mobile app or the tablets at the back bar. They're mixing their colors. They're starting to, you know, test out the system. And then there's a go live date. Once the go live date comes, what that means is now every single time you have a, a color, uh, whatever the cost was. So if it was $22, you're now going to add that to the bill. So instead of having us again, without knowing that cost, we're now just going to pass yeah. that on. Um, and essentially, uh, this is kind of the system that is working. Uh, and then the best part is once you get that kind of rhythm in, like we said, is at the end of the month, instead of looking at your cost of having to buy another four or $5,000 worth of stock, you now have the cash flow to actually buy four or $5,000 worth of stock. So yeah. you, as, as fast as you implement it, you will start to see the cash flow that, that quickly because it is simply a new uh, profit center in your business. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about like whether you use salon scale or like talk about profitable salon or talk profitable back bar. What, what, is, what are you starting to earn profit from? Like what exactly is profitable in your back bar? So essentially with the product itself, um, you're going to treat it just like retail. Uh, so you'll have a hundred percent markup. Some products, you know, you have the range, you can mark it up as yeah. much as you'd like. The more you mark it up, the more profit you're likely going to get. Um, but the reality is, is uh, you have a hundred percent markup on the product. You charge out for exactly what you're using. Uh, we see salons adopt uh, incentive to their team. So they'll pay a 10% commission um, or to their, to their service provider. So that's a win-win for everyone. Um, and yeah. then 50% goes back into replenishment, leaving you with 40% of pure profit. So can you imagine every single bull you're doing 40% of that is going back into your business of pure profit just because you've adopted this new method. Um, that is exactly what is happening. Um, and now it, you know, it's a little bit more comforting knowing that again, the stuff is being paid for and yeah. you're truly seeing the profit. Yeah. Cause like, I remember I used to wear Jamba Juice a long time ago when I was a child and um, yeah, like you measure out, like when you're making smoothies, you measure out every dose. Like they have spoons that's like, they have so many tools to make sure you're measuring exactly what goes into each smoothie. Cause they have like, a whole menu. So is that like similar where like, why not measure it out? So you know exactly what you're using to not only like you're, you're no waste. Like let's talk about waste for a second, because I know that waste is a huge pain point or a huge part of like the back bar and just like from how much you're using in a bottle. So how is it measured? Like how does usually using tools to measure out what you're using help with waste? Um, so I, it's kind of like riding a bike. You get a little bit of muscle memory. So you start to remember those kinds of things. So if you don't measure yeah. it, you can't manage it. Right. And I think that's basically what happens. I don't think anyone's purposely trying to be back there mixing uh, their color and try to, you know, waste color. No one really does that. But a lot yeah. of times we're rushed, right? We're in the back bar and we're rushing. Um, and essentially we are, we're, we're making extra that we should. 
yeah. the way that technology and innovative technology like SalonScale can help is essentially we're going to track what you used. And then when you go back, if you used a waste feature, uh, it's going to calculate exactly what was wasted. And in that information, it can now reformulate your formula for the next time, help promote you to be a little bit more sustainable in there. And what we want to do is we want to promote mindful mixing. So spin it in a way that's a little bit more positive. I mean, your staff... You know, scraping bowls and um, try to be a little bit more directed can feel a little overwhelming or a little micromanagey sometimes. Um, so yeah. for for your staff, it's all about promoting mindful mixing that it's it's healthier for them, it's healthier for the business and overall the planet uh, by making sure that we are are mindfully mixing and making sure that we're not um, we're not we're not over uh, over over batching our, our products. Nice. I love that so much. Um, we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to share with your staff, how to get them on the same page and talk a little bit more about making your back bar, prof- back bar profitable and how to share it with your clients and guests and your staff. So stick around. We'll be right back. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you? With Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you so you can cover your back bar expenses, reduce your color waste and generate more profit in your salon. Click the link in the description to get 10% off your first year. We're Forest, born on the salon floor and built for and by hair and beauty professionals like you. Forest is your marketing, your reporting, your reputation management. You need one easy to use system that does it all. Forest, together we grow. Sustain Beauty Co. has two of the best tools to help you save water, time, and a bunch of money. Join the clean water salon movement with EcoHead's water-saving shampoo nozzles and scrummy plant-based microfiber towels. Available at sustainbeauty.com. Are you ready to increase your retention and revenue and convert website traffic to clients? Then you're ready for Maya. Maya creates better business relationships by pairing the right clients with the right beauty professionals. Use promo code HPSA for your first two months free. Visit joinmaya.com to get started. Welcome back to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. I'm hanging out with Alicia Soulier, right? No, Soulier. Soulier, right? Nice, nailed it. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Alicia. She is a CEO and a founder of Salon Scale. We've been talking about how to make your back bar profitable. Whether you use Salon Scale, whatever you use, just getting more intentional about what you're using, how you're using, measuring it out. And we've been talking about what it looks like to price that up and 100% markup and things like that. But I already know the people listening like, yeah, but what about my team? What about convincing my team? And it's a new way. It's like changing the way they've been, like they're not necessarily taught this in school. You know, they're taught to just kind of eyeball it, things like that. So how do you start to integrate your team into being on board with changing the way that you're structuring your back bar? Uh, that's a great question. I think that's the number one thing that salons, uh, salon owners that we speak to is the fear, the fear you're operating on a base of fear. Um, yeah. so the only thing that's going to cut through your fear is facts. Mm. Uh, and facts are going to be the way you're going to get through this. So when we look at salon scale, um, essentially what we want to do is we want to give you all the facts you're needing to have to be able to delegate it to your teams properly. Um, and at the end of the day, um, we also want to build a system. And the way that Jason and Doug and I kind of started the co- uh, conversation around this is how do we, you know, incentivize our stylist as well so that we can get that buy-in. How do you get that buy-in yeah. from your team? So by treating salon scale or treating your cost of goods almost like a retail, you're now allowing them to be able to be incentivized by using the product as well. And so with Jason's uh, and really high performances uh, profitable backbar system, um, that method with our tool is really a way to kind of build that incentive with your teams. Uh, I will also just say that uh, good things take time. Good things Mm -hmm. take time. And as a salon owner, 
this is probably the best thing that you can do. Clear communication to what your business needs for your team is yeah. the most important thing to do. And from a CEO to all of you CEOs that are listening to this, um, it is your job. It is your job to make sure that the business is sustainable and so that you're not living in this fear uh, of, you know, your staff walking out or this or that. Yeah, um, Ultimately, sure. these products, they, they need to be paid for. And yeah. this is the easiest way where, you know, easiest, most fairest way where everybody wins and everybody in the end uh, will also learn what it takes yeah. to run a profitable business. So you're also planting the seeds in the next generation. So that's for why sure. It's important as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because like what you said earlier, it's like you you either eat it, you eat the cost, you take it out of your your, your staff eats it, or you charge the consumer. And, you know, if you spend the time to explain to your team what it is you're doing and why you're making the shift and what it's going to do for the company in terms of like less waste and easier to manage and just eat, like help them see the bigger picture of it, it's more likely, yeah, to get that buy-in. So they're like, oh yeah, like this is, this is going to benefit not just the salon, but the team and the people and just like, why not charge the consumer? They're the one getting it in their hair. So it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you look at any company, like you were saying, like you look at frozen yogurt, like people do that. They measure by what you what you take, what you use, and then they charge you for what you were utilizing. And so it's very, it makes sense. Like you're like almost like, oh man, super logical. So thank you for coming up with a scale that would help us to roll that out because it makes a lot of sense. Um, let's talk about client or customers now. Like how do you, like, do you tell them? Do you just, is it just become part of your business? Like, let's talk about that. I already know people are like, what do I tell my guests? Yes. Um, so I think it's, pretty much the same way you're already kind of telling them. Um, so generally on your menu, you're going to probably have something that a color starts at $100 plus. There's a, already a plus button on there. So the plus button is salon scale. So essentially, you already are kind of saying the same thing. The way that yeah. I would probably present it is our salon has now adopted a new innovative technology called salon scale. We measure your formulas uh, down to the exact ounce or gram. So we're not going to charge you any more. We're only going to charge you for the exact amount of product we're using on your hair today. And the yeah. bonus to you is just like an electronic uh, record uh, of your health. We now have a record of your hair. So no matter who you see, when you come into the salon, we'll always have that record there for you. So presenting it in a way that is of value to the customer is the way to do it. And uh, essentially, um, this is the kindest, clearest way to be able to present it to them. Um, that is honestly just already kind of what you're doing is just presenting it in a different way. Yeah, to make it be like easier, like they see the value in it for themselves. Like you're getting, you're paying for exactly what you're using rather than us just making it up in our head or mixing, you know, I can't tell you, you know, you get your hair done, you go, look, I gotta go mix another bowl, mix another bowl. And you don't really know what that means or what, what people are doing. And so just being able to be like, this is how it's benefiting you. You're only, pay you're only paying for what you're getting put on your head, which is really cool. Um, So let's talk about a little bit of people's like pushback or like what mistakes people make. Like, where does this start to, where do people start to get tripped up in the process of making their back bar profitable? Let's speak to some people, some people's little voices like where where do people start to make mistakes yeah i think the first thing is uh passing it off on someone else um so the first thing is uh we'll have a manager or maybe even someone who's super into tech uh young, a young stylist into tech and generally you, those are the ones that are like here take this and try to do this thing yeah. um and so that would be the first uh, red flag uh, to not do. We want to encompass this to realize that this is an actual financial model. This is a big shift for you and your business. And really learning those things together is really important. Yeah. Taking your time to really understand the impact to your business is probably the step one that would 
would likely have, have to happen. Um, the second one is just, again, worrying about the team, worrying so much that, you know, at charging more and adding this on and how do I tell my team? And it's, it, it this is um, probably the second thing that is the biggest uh, pushback for us is just getting their team excited about this. So again, really taking time on your implementation process, really figuring out exactly how you're going to communicate it to the team so it's a win-win situation. So you're confident and you're clear and you're committed to what's going to happen. Um, And then speaking about committed, uh, we get people that will start and they buy it and they get there, but they just don't take the action. They don't set that date. It's like saying, I'm going to get married sometime. (laughs) And you got the ring where you're just not setting the date. Set your date and commit to the date. Um, And so that way, you know, and and try not to be so impulsive in the sense that's like, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get started by next week. You know, give yourself a quarter to really, you know, find your footing with technology like this. Um, And then, you know, go ahead and uh, rinse and repeat every quarter from there on out. And that's when you want to add on the other features, right? Start by measuring first, start by getting the color uh, paid for. And then, you know, once you're there, then we've got inventory, then we've got orders, then we've got so much more features that will help optimize uh, this back bar for you. Uh, And that's essentially when we would do that. And I think it's cool to think about like, you know, when you take, when you decide to start implementing something like this, like, you know, change is difficult for some people love change, actually really like change. But like for, for especially when you're running your business, you know, you have so much to juggle, so much to think about, so many things to prepare for and change is hard to shift into. Like, what's it going to look like? What is the, what is the end result going to look like? But taking that change is like you're, that's how you grow and that's how you become more profitable is when you decided to move forward with change and you also have support system. There's people, there's hundreds of people who've done it before you. There's obviously, you know, you buy a program or buy a course and like people can walk alongside you and support you and be like, Hey, this is how we've done it before. Get yourself surrounded by people who know it, know how to use it, have experienced it and they can show you the success of it. Cause I mean, Alicia, how, what's the average amount of profit people can make when they start implementing these services? So we've seen people profit anywhere from thirty to seventy-five thousand dollars of pure profit a year just by um, adopting the method and our tool. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, like I mean, if you are listening, you're like, yeah, I could use an extra thirty to seventy-five thousand dollars a year. I mean, there's you look for areas in your business to grow and expand. And yeah, like Alicia said in the beginning, like there's not so many places in your salon that you're going to be able to add on. I mean, yeah, you could add on more services, you can add on luxury, you know, memberships. Like, yeah, there are things, but you already have a back bar or color bar or whatever you call it in your salon. You already have that functioning, and it's already wasting. It's already affecting your salon. So might as well get intentional about what is already present in your salon and start to take it and use it for profit because that's how you're going to continue to grow. So talk about like, um, I want to like, how do people like they're here, they've never heard of it, or maybe they've heard of it and they're not sure where would people even like start? Like what, what's something that people can walk away today? Like take back to their salon today. Where would people start? Yeah, so you can always head to our, our website, salonscale.com. Um, but um, we actually uh, co-created a successful stylist course um, with Jason himself. Um, so we recorded a series that just goes through exactly kind of what we we're talking about. Those three kind of pillars in your business, your customers, your staff, and then really the overall function of the, the business, how you're going to implement Salon Scale. So that right there is a free resource for you to go through and, and get the information needed to take that action to, to really involve Salon Scale into your processes. 
Nice. Yeah. So if you want that course, we can, we'll link it in the description if you're listening or if you're on YouTube or wherever you're at hanging out with us today, I'll link the, um, the website in there. If you want to take a look at it and check it out, it's free, right? Completely free. Absolutely free. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a good place to start and just to get like dip your toes in and understand where it comes from. So before we like, um, hang out, uh, finishing out today, I want to like, let's recap a little bit of like profitable back bar. What exact, like encompassing what exactly what is the profit? Like what, what is, let's walk through the steps of like, so people can wrap their mind around what is, how do you make your back bar profitable? Yeah. So in, instead of essentially including your cost um, in your pricing, you're going to back that, that, that parts out. Um, what that's going to do is it's a non-negotiable. So essentially, you know, all your products being paid for, you add a margin to that. So you have a markup just like retail uh, and you have area a 50% going to replenishment, 10% incentive to the team if you wish, and a 40% uh, profit margin back to you. So instead of looking at that bar like an expense, you're now looking at it as an opportunity to make some profit for you. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, so thank you so much, Alicia, for hanging out with me today and talking. If you're listening, you're like, man, that sounds really fun. It sounds like too much. Like, just take it slow and just know that, like, you as a business owner, you want to keep evolving. Like, it's 2023 and we're conti- it's 2023, right? Yeah, it's almost 2024. <laughs> I never know the year anymore. Um, but like, everything's evolving and new technology is coming in. You know, AI is here. You know, there's so much that's going to be pushing up against your business and people are going to be taking taking hold of it and it's going to get more and more and more common and more and more salons and take it slow and do your research and find support and just know that it's possible. It's possible for you for everything in your salon, even if like if your color bar, your back bar is like even a pain point of like, man, there's so much chaos and waste back there. Like it doesn't have to be that way. It just takes a different perspective. It takes looking at it a little bit differently and finding people who have experienced it before and like the course, like set out a system like, hey, I will walk you through exactly how to do this. Like Alicia, when, you know, when people sign up for Salon Scale, like you walk them through a start date and you support them the whole long, the whole way, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, we're here to help you whether you want to go on your own. We have resources or we have a team to kind of help you through through the process itself. Um, yeah. But yeah, ultimately, you know, I think in today's uh, today's age and economy, you know, we, we can't afford not to. We can't afford yeah. not to leave cash on the table. Uh, this is going to give you a lot more sleep, sleep sleepful nights and sleepless nights um, and, you know, give you back the ownership that you are and value the things that you have. And the more that you focus on, again, the, the, the value that you have as a business, um, such as your location, your branding and and your and your, the value of what you're bringing, um, you're going to find a lot more success this way as well. Um, so that is my honestly from one salon owner building an innovative tool like Salon Scale. Um, that is my gift is to make sure that every single one uh, never has to feel the way that I had and uh, the way that a lot of people are. So I think that's really what this whole thing is about is just put it back in your pocket and uh, and enjoy the business that you, you created. Yeah, I love that. I love that you came from experience. Like you built this because you saw a problem in your own salon and you're just like, how do I solve this problem? And then you're like, oh, I found my solution. Well, let me share it with the salon owners so that they can have the same solution. Yeah. Now, does it matter like what size salon you are? Like, can you like where where's a good size of salon to start implementing something like this? Yeah, I think we're size inclusive. <laughs> we'll <see>. Nice. <laughs> Fun. Good. <laughs> so I think really, honestly, we're anyone that's really ready to kind of uh, reimagine their profit uh, profitable back bar uh, is really our customer. So um, we generally work more mid-market. So salons that are have, you know, one of three locations um, is really where we focus on heavily. Um, and then with our sole proprietors too, we have a lot of um, 
of opportunities for those folks as well. Um, and that just set, tends to be our sweet spot. Um, yeah. I love that. Love that. Well, thanks, Alicia, for hanging out. So if you're listening and you're just like, you got, so hopefully got some value out of today. If you did comment value, if you're listening in your car, just yell at the radio. Like we always say, I, I will hear you say it. Um, but hopefully you found some value out of today in terms of just knowing that there's more, there's a possibility for you to have to make, yeah, would you say 30 to $75,000 more a year in profit from just taking something that you already exist in your salon and just managing it more intentionally intentionally and getting more clear on what that could look like for your salon. So hope you found value out of that. If you want more resources, there's links in the caption. Um, we'd love to hook you up with the course for free and um, you can get more information off um, Alicia's website in the description as well if you want to hang out. So thanks, Alicia, for hanging out with me today and I will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a review, and check us out at ProfitableSalon.com for more episodes, content, and to help you turn your salon into the business you've always dreamt of.